Businesses of all sizes have been affected by COVID-19. In response to this, Post Media Solutions has created a five-step guide aimed to help you adapt to your business during this global crisis. To get this free guide, visit postmediasolutions.com forward slash adapt. We believe there may be victims still within the uh, remains of those homes uh, which burnt to the ground. So that part of the investigation is still very much ongoing and again speaks to why we don't have a final total because we expect that to rise in the coming days. Canada's worst mass shooting unfolded over the weekend in horrific fashion. A lone gunman driving a mock police vehicle and dressed to look like a Mountie went on a shooting spree in rural Nova Scotia. There are at least 19 victims across 16 crime scenes, including a Mountie, a teacher, and families hunkered down in their homes due to the COVID-19 measures. I'm Dave Breckenridge, and this is 10-3. Today, we walk through the early stages of the investigation and how the shooting unfolded. Don't forget, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere you get your favorite shows. We'd love it if you could leave us a rating, a review, and tell your friends about us. About 11.30 Saturday night, RCMP are called to the small town of Porta Peak for a weapons complaint. When they arrive on scene, they find multiple people dead, but no shooter. By 9 Sunday morning, denturist Gabriel Wartman is identified as a suspect in what's now called an active shooter investigation. It's revealed later in the morning he's in what looks like an RCMP cruiser. The hunt for Wartman takes Mounties across Nova Scotia as the suspected gunman changes vehicles and makes it nearly 100 kilometers from the initial crime scene before he is killed outside a gas station. In the aftermath, it was revealed that 23 year veteran RCMP Constable Heidi Stevenson, a mother of two young children, was killed, and an 11-year member, Constable Chad Harrison, was wounded. Harrison is now recovering at home. At a Monday press conference, Superintendent Chris Leather, the Nova Scotia RCMP's criminal operations officer, said there are at least 19 victims of this killing spree. More could still be confirmed once investigators are able to sift through the remains of house fires set during this tragedy. Leather said the victims were all men and women, some who were known to the suspect, but would not confirm Monday whether Wartman's spouse was among the dead. Other than Stevenson, the victims, whose identities we know now include elementary school teacher Lisa McCulley, nurses Heather O'Brien and Kristen Beaton, Family Emily Tuck and her parents Jolene Oliver and Aaron Tuck, Porta Peak couple Greg and Jamie Blair, and Wentworth couple Sean McLeod and Alana Jenkins, who were both correctional officers. While police are still piecing together what made Wortman decide to go on his killing spree, one resident told media that he was jealous and possessive when it came to his girlfriend, and another said he had a falling out with a neighbor over a piece of property, ultimately burning a shed containing some of the neighbor's things. Part of the investigation, including the death of Wortman, is being handled by the Nova Scotia body that investigates use of force by police. Leather said there are two other referrals to CERT relating to this incident, but refused to provide details. The death toll in this killing spree exceeds the 14 dead in the École Polytechnique killing in Montreal in 1989. 10-3 is produced by Carson Jarama, theme music by Bryce Hall. I'm Dave Breckenridge. Thanks for listening. Thank you.